Next on News for the Soul, Connected Living with Brenda Davis Matz. Brenda, also known as Two Feathers, is a multidimensional shaman. She works as an energy healer, light language channel, artist, and outdoors woman. She uses her abilities to help people, animals, and nature on the journey of connected living. Please welcome back Brenda Davis Matz to News for the Soul. Hey, Soul family, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for joining me today as we step out onto another um, wild energy ride um, to figure out where, when, and how we find our own personal connected living. So uh, for those of you new to my show and and just joining, uh, welcome. And one of the gifts about my abilities and and how I get to present them to you is I, I do a lot of channeling and actually more and more these days. And uh, I'm given topics to talk about on the show. And in this week's episode, uh, it is about polarity to peace. Um, you may also recognize it as duality to neutrality. Um, you know, there's various ways to say it. Uh, it could be anchor points and trigger points, and, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. So uh, we're going to get into that, but first I'd like to invite you, if you'd like to ask questions on this topic or any other, uh, you can call into the show at 646-595-4274. That's 646-595-4274. You can also email your questions uh, or even experiences. You know, if you have some shares from previous shows or, you know, some things that you've gone through as a result of information we've talked about or otherwise, uh, feel free to send that information into On The Air, that's O-N-T-H-E-A-I-R at telus.net. That's O-N-T-H-E-A-I-R at telus, T-E-L-U-S dot net. So look forward to your, your calls and questions. And um, so we're going to jump into it. Uh, you know, it's very interesting, these different cycles. And also, too, happy, new, or happy full moon, not new moon, full moon. Uh, this is really... Uh, some big energies um, moving through our system. Uh, you know, we have the moon, the full moon, and we also have um, several solar flares. Uh, lots of energy moving and shaking. So, you know, it's not just us personally in our own wild worlds um, coming together to, you know, figure this stuff out. We are totally supported um, by all of the above. And it is just um, getting more uh, brilliant as we go along, even through its chaos in all forms. So um, I'm learning to welcome that, and as I've been shown, it, it's very supportive of that. So I'm going to take the first caller here. It looks like Bob from Australia. Bob, you are on the line. Um, how are you today? Uh, good morning. Yeah, it's um, 10 past 6. How am I today? Um, yeah. <laughs> how can I put it? Yeah. I ought not to be this joyful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So why are you joyful? What's going on? Well, I just survived another cyclone. We had a cyclone come through here yesterday. Oh, my goodness. And, um, yeah, right while I was on the, the middle of a... Um, a podcast with um, um, oh, NASCA, the National Association of Adult Survivors of Child Abuse. Yeah, so oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great, yeah. uh, great platform, and uh, lots of people doing lots of good work. So that's yeah, super. so 
and I'm sort of dealing with some medical issues that. Um, okay. <laughs> that oh, I don't know. I'm just getting so much conflicting information. It's it is funny when I step back. So yeah, I'm just okay. Yeah, yeah I'm really pleased at my um, energy level um, because it's it's like I've been walking around like somebody pulled the plug out for oh three, four, five, six weeks. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, you you and many others, I mean, that's just kind of a sign of the times right now, and it's this uh, interesting energy, you know, you'd expect to be totally down for the count, and yet there's something inside you just sort of, you know, puttering along, sometimes pretty intensely, and then other times you just feel like you just sputter out. Um, but did you have a specific question? Because I do have some comments that I'd like to make to, um, you touched on some beautiful subjects. Um, and I, I do have some information, but I want to ask you um, first if you have a specific question or if you just want me to jump in. Um, no, I don't have a specific question. I, you know, just okay. um, what's, what's, what's in the pipeline for me, I suppose. Okay. Um, well, I love it. And so, yes, I, think, I feel like you on a soul level are really picking up those gifts and uh, those and it feels like coming due, like, you, you know, you've kind of paid your dues, so those bills are about to be paid kind of feeling, and it, it feels like that's in the work. So that part is in the pipeline, and it feels like you're opening up to some new ideas, maybe some things you hadn't seen before. Um, but I want to go into the physical nature of your experience and also to the work you're doing, um, because it not only um, covers your own personal path, your own personal journey or adventure, however you want to look at it, but those of you listening, this is also for you. This information is really big, and, and you know, I've been channeling this so much in the, in the past couple of weeks. So the, the part specifically for you, Bob, going into the physicality, and for those of you listening, think about what the physical issues are, okay? So, for instance, and I'm just going to use an example of a client I had here uh, recently, um, they'd gone, uh, they decided, they kind of came to that point where they said, I need to deal with my foot. Okay, so there's been this chronic issue, something kind of lingering for a while that has reared its ugly head and said, you know, nope, you've got to really take care of this. You need to address this. So if you have something in your world that is saying, okay, I really need to address this or I need to look at, you know, what, what this is doing in my life, Okay, this is why it's coming up now, and it's it's in such beautiful step with uh, the information coming through. So, this particular person uh, had a foot issue, and has just chosen to deal with it. Well, think about what the foot represents. What, is, what does the foot represent? It's like the ability to walk, to step, and also balance. Because if you think about it, you're off balance in between steps. You have to sort of trust that next step is going to happen. So when you take a step, if that foot is not capable of holding that space, there's going to be an issue. So you think about the symbology of whatever it is that you, that is a, let's call it an ailment, um, some kind of physical um, notification, and look at the symbology of that and how, what role does that play in your world? So does that make sense, Bob? Yeah, and can I respond quickly? 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, my current physical issue is um, uh, with um, my prostate, and okay. from where I'm from where I'm coming from, um, it's like I have created this event in my life. What is the lesson I need to learn from this? And mm. so that's where I'm at. Um, okay. Because uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting much clearer on it's my responsibility. To do something about it and not hand it over to so-called experts because I am the only yep. expert. Nobody knows my body like I do. No, not at all. And also, I love how you stepped into that personal accountability for it, uh, and that is definitely a sign of the times. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've personally taken that step um, to be personally accountable. But you said, okay, so go back to the prostate. When you look at it. Um, it comes back into first chakra, you know that 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 uh, that root, that base. Um, it's mm-hmm. also, in a way, that masculinity. It's sort of that divine masculine, that ability to create, to create action, action steps. Where have you felt you've not been able to take action steps in your life, and also to ride in tandem with the group that you're working with. You know, that is often involved, you know, children going through um, very dark nights of the soul at the inception of who they are. And so, really, your shadow work is, um, is in tandem with what you're feeling physically, what you're experiencing physically. So you're working out of that. And when you kind of see it, you can actually hold gratitude, hold a place of gratitude for any issue, illness, or disability, and then create the acceptance of what you've chosen to really have stuck in your face because you can't ignore it. And then it actually helps you to grow and move through. So really you're in a beautiful state of receipt of these gifts. And when you begin to really put them in action, you will have inception uh, and it's interesting, you know, because that kind of, it goes along. To me, it's, it's just such an interesting play on uh, what I'm hearing uh, intuitively, like contraception. So it's not really, you're going to be birthing something new. You know, it's going to, you're going to be moving right along into some bigger aspects of yourself. So um, it's good, and I'm glad you're feeling energized by the energies. Um, you know, this is the wolf moon, so it's kind of like I, I sort of see you howling at it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, 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 for me, Brenda, quickly. Um, yeah. It's like um, the universe is saying to me, Bob, it's put up or shut up time. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when I look at Western medicine and what they want to do. Um, for me, uh, our Western medical system is entirely focused on. Um, alleviating the symptom and they're not at all interested in getting to the cure and so yeah but I have I have a catalogue of grandmas and natural remedies that I can fall I back love on it. yeah and so I, um, I've started taking chlorine dioxide baths and I will start taking it orally and there's a, a lady a, a lady in um, my support group who healed herself from um, stage four breast cancer with um, baking soda, molasses, and apricot kernels. 
It took her about four Apricot months. Apricot kernels said. are fantastic for that. Yes. And so, yeah. I mean, so are, is baking soda. Um, those protocols are incredible. My husband actually has basil cell. And uh, we started a whole protocol that has been, it's actually been super fun to work with. I mean, I know I say that kind of tongue in cheek. You never want to have to deal with, you know, skin cancer. But in doing that, you know, we've, we've angled our protocols where he's using the um, apricot kernels and soursop tea. Um, along with, there's, there's also borax involved. And, you know, Einstein said that uh, frequency is the medicine of the future. And so we're utilizing the EE systems, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's like a scalar technology, and mm. uh, rice machine, and there's some other things, yeah. and uh, uh, laser therapy. Um, yeah. And even somebody uh, gave, so Dr. Jim Davis, I, I do some work in his office over in uh, Drake's Idaho here in the States, and anyway, somebody came in who who does a lot of their own um, creation of essential oils, et cetera. So they, they created this little tube of uh, dragon's blood, uh, and there's a few other things in it as well. And just with two applications of this completely natural substance, uh, you wouldn't believe the shift. And, I mean, my husband has already received a lot of change through these different protocols that we've had. But... Um, just to see the difference in that. So I love that you're using these natural um, things that are, they're just around us all the time, all the time. You know, nature is medicine. So. Well, for me, um, how can I put it? Yeah, nature is nurture. Let food be the mm-hmm. medicine, medicine be the food. Uh, and a quick example, in 2006, I came out of hospital with a, uh, a case of Golden Staff or Mercer. I uh, thought, so thank mm. you very much. And I healed it at that time with something that was known as MMS. Nowadays, it's known as CDS, chlorine dioxide solution. And what was like um, an underground cult movement back then, there are now 20 million people with testimonies. They have thrown chlorine dioxide at every possible ailment and it's just it's beaten them all everything you know people that it's were terminally incredible ill. yeah and just to plug it um there's a great group on telegram um called the um the universal antidote if you just do a search on telegram to the and there's so much beautiful information out there there's training videos and and it's it's a beautiful community beautiful community Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for saying that. So for those of you listening, the universal antidote on Telegram. Yeah, that's that's good. And I'm glad you said that. You know, we can all spread this information and and help each other find our ways through this um, new and very interesting but incredibly evolving world. And well, this me, is where yeah. really the rubber meets the road, where we've chosen a new direction. This is the age of Aquarius. This is where we come into that. So what were you going to say? Yeah. The mission statement for my support group, which is on the mend, on the mend, uh, is simply um, people healing each other by sharing their stories. And I think I that's, love it. that's how simple the way forward is, because everybody holds a piece of the puzzle, I reckon. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 
sure, absolutely. And it's just that's a very profound statement and so, so true. Um, you know, we hold each other's light. We hold each other's hand. And nobody can be you but you. So as we do it together, we kind of support each other as we get stronger in our understanding of who we are and where we're going. So that's super exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brenda. You are so welcome. Bob, thanks for calling in. You've made my day, too. Ditto. <laughs> Fair dinkum. I, I think I heard that statement. Fair dinkum. So... <laughs> Fair dinkum means, means uh, <laughs> it's truth. Fair dinkum is truth, honesty, integrity. And I love what it. I love about, what I love about why I'm so joyous, I'm so grateful to be alive at this time to witness the ascension of the human species because yes. we, have, we have moved, we are moving out of the age of power into the age of integrity and people are reclaiming the belief in themselves and, and standing up and saying, no, you know, this, the yeah. way we've been living for the past 200,000 years in competition um, hasn't worked. So how about let's, let's, let's not have a revolution. Let's have a re-evaluation and let's live in mm. cooperation instead of competition. Let's try that for the next yeah. 200,000 years. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful message. And yes, and I, we are stepping out into it. And of course, you know, we have this chaos uh, creating that transformation. Um, yeah. And so a lot of us, you know, we have to, to recognize that we are actually elevating and the energy through that elevation uh, can sometimes be uncomfortable as though you're exiting, you know, the atmosphere. Uh, there's pressurizing to that, but you know, much like, a, you know, coal turns into the diamond, uh, as we move into that crystalline setting, you know, there's some pressure involved in that. So it's really forcing us to look at uh, who we are and, you know, how we represent our life and in whatever capacity. And so it's super exciting, and I, I just love your message. Thank you so much for sharing, Bob. No worries. No worries. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. It's funny. I'll close with this because, you know, I know I can talk for years on this topic. <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the current medical system says, Bob, you might have bowel cancer. Bob, you might have colon cancer. And all my friends are saying, well, how come you're so up and so bouncy? And I said, well, what do you want? Do you want me to wander around looking worried and afraid? And the, mm. would it, what would it benefit? You know, would it do any good? <laughs> yeah, so true. I mean, so true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and you seem like a really upbeat guy naturally anyway, so I'm sure that's going to harmonize and, and help you move through, um, you know, these funny little perks that show up. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brenda. I hope you get lots yes. of cool callers. Oh, thank you so much. I hope you continue to listen, and uh, there's a light language activation toward the end that I think might be very beneficial um, in helping you, you um, work with your situation. So thank thanks you. for calling. Okay. Much love. All right. Um, so Bob's message, super, super supportive of really the times that we're in. And he covered, you know, it's almost like I should just let Bob say it because these are all the things that I've been receiving as far as, um, you know, my channeled uh, communications with spirit. And the one thing I do want to say, too, is if you just step through the door of recognizing that your intuition is kind of coming online, as they say, um, you are right on time. 
And there are so many more just like you that are stepping in. And for those of us that have already been into it for, you know, a few decades now, um, it's, it's beautiful for us to see the door opening and new individuals walking through, new beautiful souls coming through. So, so welcome. And I know it's a crazy, wild, um, hairpin turn journey, but you are right on time and the way is going to be shown. And actually even more beautiful, you know, those of us that started way back when didn't quite have a lot of the guideposts that uh, are out there now for you. So just know that um, the way is paved and you're not, not going to find it and you're never, you're never going to be um, off time. You're going to be right on time. And those gifts of the universe that you've actually brought in uh, will be there to help support you as well. So um, super exciting times. Um, so coming back into this polarity to peace, polarity to peace. Uh, think of something in your world that is polarized, that is, um, you know, this could, let me use an example, uh, the news. How about that one, the news? <laughs> we can all relate when you flip on the news and it's just like this polarized, uh, concept of information and maybe inside you don't quite have that same uh, feeling or maybe it is triggering something that has a fear inside um, either of which is a gift in the understanding and sort of you know something I like to call sort of breadcrumbs on the trail of your own personal understanding of where you are so if you're feeling polarized if you're feeling challenged or triggered uh, it is really important. Your ultimate goal is to try to find that neutrality and that peace that you have that is always there and available to you. And just sort of uh, looking at something from an observer uh, position instead of um, feeling like your feet are on the flame. Um, so I'm going to pause on that for a minute, and I see a question here. Andrea in New York uh, would like a general energy tune-up reading and help with grounding. Okay, uh, Andrea, thank you so much for your question. Um, and general energy tune-up, I love that. Uh, and sort of the grounding message, you know, that, that kind of applies to all of us um, and what we're experiencing. And it's, it's very funny because my computer just came on and, and showed me that uh, the battery was changing, so I had to plug it in the wall there real quick. But um, so there are no accidents. I love how the universe, and I, this is really cool, I love how the universe is in, in tandem with the messages, you know. So you wanted an energy tune-up, and yet my um, battery was showing, um, you know, like it needed to be plugged in. I just had a uh, communication with someone prior to the show, and we were talking and working with some stuff, and they had had these messages actually pop up on their computer uh, quite uh, in alignment with our conversation. So words like cloudy and construction and, you know, all these different messages that they weren't used to getting were popping up. And then uh, just today also, and this also is in alignment with the, the full moon, um, somebody, uh, I had done an activation uh, last night uh, with a couple of people and they were sharing their experience and actually had come in sync together. So this is also part of that collective rewiring um, that I spoke about in the last show, but um, I'll talk more about that in a minute. But so, Andrea, getting back to your personal energy tune-up, um, I'd like to actually just do a bit of light language because I feel like 
um, I feel like with your energy, I feel like I'm in my head a little bit trying to make uh, logic of something. And so it's really about moving from your head into your heart. And uh, for those of you listening, this is really applying to a lot of us right now where we're, we are in the final stages of alignment in, from our head and heart, you know, that heart intelligence really beginning to um, take our ship and move it along. So, uh, Andrea, just hold the intention that you're receiving what you need and you're going to know what that is. You, you might, uh, every person has their own unique experience with light language. Uh, so for those of you listening, you will receive it as well. But Andrea, for you specifically, um, this is intended to support your own personal um, energy and information as you move through. So just take a nice deep breath. Nia <laughs> Ratahana kitora, ahanaktero, amianata tu asatahea wa nikito, tahate ku usa tahamati kuara tahata, ratahtak nikito ku satarahimani eatokoa, ea nikito, atahawak nikira hamatsu aratakinatahea, de tu atehena tatamatiki no ku satahea, anakua tikito kora, tukuro takanae takata easa. Okay, so it's interesting. Um, some of the energies coming through, uh, I feel like, are an introduction uh, to some of the experiences you will be moving through in days, weeks, and months to come. Uh, also, too, a little highlight, uh, there was some dragon energy there in the very beginning. If you heard that sort of guttural sound, uh, they're very much in relationship to the Arcturians. And... That was a personal message in alignment for you and helping you uh, reconnect, if you will, um, to your soul group. And uh, so if you have some questions on that, you can, you can reach out either privately or, or you know, bounce back here in the email. Um, but it's, it, it's really... Um, I feel like you're just in a moment. Like I, I feel this cloud moving out, and I see sun, and and it's really about you, uh, you know, kind of shining the light on your your path to come. So um, it's just it's some beautiful messages coming through, and I, I hope that helps. Thank you so much for um, your question, and let us know how it goes. Okay, so I'm going to take the next question here. Lisa in the UK uh, would like advice on how to manage her anxiety better. Ooh, good one. So a lot of us are experiencing some anxiety right now, and it's really about the energies asking us to look at something a different way. Maybe we are, uh, you know, we have a lot of irons in the fire, or we have um, some challenges poking their head out, saying, "You who I need to be taken care of," and you have to uh, manage that. Uh, self-care in the process of that. So 
um, Lisa, remember self-care, very important. Uh, you might have to just sort of step out of the room if you feel, so say this is a work situation or, or some type of public situation. If you can't find a private space, go to the bathroom and just like stand at a stall, take a deep breath, count to five, find your feet, feel yourself ground, come back into your own personal space. And also, too, for you, Andrea, grounding, finding your feet, feeling your tailbone, the, the energy bodies from the solar plexus down. And so the solar plexus is like at the diaphragm, which is at the base of the rib cage, where your rib cage kind of meets your stomach. And you might feel that sort of sensitive spot. That is your third chakra, self-empowerment chakra. Um, and just really feel from there down and just allow it to anchor your shoulders in and just feel yourself move into the earth. Um, you can imagine different things like uh, your, your feet being roots um, like a tree. Uh, you can feel yourself connect to the center of the earth. You know, you know just imagine, um, and it's very interesting, and this is kind of a controversial subject now, but imagine this beautiful fiery ball at the center of this beautiful circle that we would call Earth. And uh, we are coming into a lot of uh, new information, uh, challenging our old beliefs and visualizations. So uh, take that how it resonates, but play with it. See what works for you. And this is a beautiful time to uh, assess and look at. And, you know, being a Reiki master, I work with symbols. And even the symbols are changing. When I go to work, I actually find that I'm, I'm gaining new symbols. And I've talked with a few um, individuals that also uh, are Reiki practitioners, and they too have had variations of similar symbols. So um, there's a lot of new energy in the works. And so see how that works for you, uh, Lisa, in helping to find your feet um, and looking at what makes you anxious. Is it something that is just moving into a space of new awareness that you're uncomfortable with at the moment? Or is it really something you just need to let go and maybe you're just not ready to? And whatever that is for you, just know you're right on time. So if it's coming up, you're ready for it. And let it, as I like to say, let that shit go. So feel it, just float away. It's not meant to stay with you. But it's actually helping us to come back online and, and specifically with anxiety, with those of us experiencing the anxiety, our nervous systems are moving into a different place of awareness. Uh, you know, many of us have had these childhood traumas uh, that have uh, edged out our um, nervous systems and push them out of balance, and they've been out of balance our whole life, and we find these, these sort of pendulum swings between what's comfortable and uncomfortable in extreme cases. So as we are elevating and evolving, E-V-O-L, L-O-V-E, into our new state of awareness, our new state of being, the actuality of our nervous system is coming into the framework of beautiful perfection. So you are right on time. Allow the anxiety to just be your marker of awareness and give yourself an opportunity to look from the other side of 
your perspective. So thank you so much for your question, Lisa. I hope that helped. Um, again, we also love feedback, so anything you, you want to let us know, super helpful. Okay, Michelle in Ontario wants to know why full moons seem to cause insomnia. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I'm actually, uh, I get what I, what I like to call full, full moonitis, full moonitis. And it's where I just get triggered by the moon. And think about it. The moon is beautiful light. Um, you know, there's several ways to, I wouldn't even say explain it, but to look at it from a different perspective. Um, some scientifically proven, proven and, and some, you know, still kind of in the works with that. But um, if you look at our serotonin and melatonin projection, creation, let me just say that word. I can't get the other one out. Um, how we are producing these different hormones in our body, you know, when you have light, you're creating that serotonin. When you have dark, you're actually creating that melatonin. And that's why we say, you know, put your digital equipment, your light sources like that down, you know, 30 minutes before bedtime so that your, your brain, uh, your body can then produce the uh, melatonin it needs to move into that restful state. So um, keep that in mind, you know, and you, if you, I don't know if you've blacked out your windows or maybe put a shade up to really block that light out, that could be super helpful. Uh, you can also um, look to some crystals and stones to support you. Uh, if you are going through specific emotional challenges, uh, rose quartz is super helpful for soothing. Um, and for those of you that may even want to write in and put your favorite crystals up for that, um, love to hear them. But there's tourmaline. Um, pyrite. Um, there's one, and it's interesting, uh, you know, you think of EMF uh, protection. You might look and see what your EMF is around. And for those of you unfamiliar with that, it's an electro electromagnetic frequency. So see what the EMFs are around that location of rest. Um, maybe not plug your phone in by your head. Um, and for those of you listening, you know, it's, it's very easy. We use, sometimes use them for alarm clocks or, um, you know, we, we kind of have to have those messages. And that's not always healthy. Um, I actually keep my phone in a different room. It's on vibe, so sometimes I can hear it vibrate. But if I'm asleep, I'm going to sleep. Um, and I will certainly deal with the information when I wake. And so I'm allowing my body uh, the time to regenerate. And if you are just sort of one of those natural uh, people that you have um, insomnia that just comes with the moon, it's um, at different stages. So I think for like the past three moons, I've actually slept some of the best sleep I've ever had. And I don't even have curtains on my window. I just allow the natural light to work. Um, but surprisingly, I've, I've fallen into a very deep sleep, uh, even last night. Um, but if you're one that you've blacked out everything and you still recognize, you know, you, you have a very kind of a healthy and energetic environment in your room, um, know that this is your, your natural uh, sort of divine feminine um, energies at work waking you up. It's sort of that intuitive prompting. Um, there's a lot of new light codes settling in. And maybe the moon time is your time to receive them. And then you're processing them through that sort of wake time, if you will. It's, it's letting them settle. They come in and then you just, you're awake. Um, it can also be a time for you to begin to ask questions. 
um, questions that start with who, when, what, how, where. Uh, you want to try to avoid those why questions. Those are like the child, uh, you know, the two-year-old that never gets answered, why, why, why. So you want to try to create a constructive dialogue asking yourself, your higher self, or even the moon, um, the reasons that you may be having certain experiences. So I hope that helped. Michelle, thank you so much for your question. Love it. Um, and I'm going to go to caller here, caller 347. 347, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling in from? Yes, hello? Three. Yes, hi. What's your name? Hi. Where are you calling in from? Hello, my name is Deborah. I'm calling from New York, New York, New York City. Hi, Deborah. Okay, what is your question today? Thank you for asking. So, as you know, um, it's Reiki is always being promoted as a way of one can achieve lots of healing from anxiety and depression. Um, are, there, are there any stats to support that? Are they like really? Is it really becoming really profoundly known as one of the great healing methods of relieving one from anxiety and depression? Absolutely. Reiki is phenomenal for that. And whether you have a practitioner that you can go see personally or that you use one online, um, it can be equally beneficial. Um, it's inc- I just love how Reiki works in the body, especially for that. And any modality that another practitioner has is also uh, can be very supportive. It just is it's who you resonate with um, that I feel like is most important um, and who you feel safe with. Because as you work through and open up to um, that part of yourself, you need to have a practitioner that um, you feel very comfortable with and that you resonate to. So uh, specifically depression, um, you know, sometimes it can be, it can lower your energy. It can lower your ability to naturally function. And then you begin to sort of spiral into other states of, you know, hormone changes, physiological effects. Um, you may experience other physical pains, etc. And so what the Reiki does is help to stimulate your body's recognition of its own beautiful energy source. And it's almost like water to a flower. You just sort of perk back up. And it might take a couple sessions. It doesn't always happen in the first one. Many times it does, and that's super fun. Um, But it's not necessarily the case for everyone, you know, everybody in their own time and in their own state of awareness. I Mm -hmm. I, um, recently came across someone who, unfortunately, is experiencing heart failure, and Mm. he's waiting for a a heart transplant as we speak. And he's definitely trying to find different ways to reduce his anxiety about his health and his, you know, in his life journey, you know? He's sure. trying to find ways sure. to cope with his failing health, I should say, and to be hopeful about a renewed health, hoping that he receives a heart transplant soon. So, you know, he's young, he's only 37 years old, and he's, like, really you know, trying to be resourceful um, and really find different ways to, you know, seek healing. He has, um, a, you know, visiting dogs, like, you know, therapeutic, a dog, um, what do you call it? They call it, um, you know, therapeutic um, methods with dogs, like a, uh, service dogs, excuse me. 
A service dog. Okay. All right. I didn't know if you meant like he was he was receiving therapy from the dog or it was just a service dog. Okay. Okay. Understood. Service dog. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does so that service dog um, help him with recognizing his heart condition? Well, thank you for asking. So, you know, I was talking to him about the situation that he's in, unfortunately, and he mentioned that the dog is bringing forth more anxiety because the dog is, like, you know, very, I guess, untrained, and the dog is, like, all over the place. <laughs> so, oh. he's, unfortunately, you know, the, you know, it's supposed to be a service dog to help him calm down, as you know, and to remain calm, and that, therefore, his blood pressure would not rise. But he's saying that it's quite the opposite, that the dog is, like, such a handful. It's so, he's, you know, it's a life, so it needs an ongoing care. Uh, sure, sure. Um so, he's trying to so find my question is so interesting because is if this is a service dog, um, <laughs> they're usually a little a little bit more in tune We're and check. Yeah. So did he get it from a specific <laughs> uh, like a place that I'll just say it this way supplies service dogs like a, a breeder or a right? Um, I think I think really and truly I think he just went to a shelter and purchased a dog, oh. but he called okay, it Okay, so this would be more of a therapy dog, <laughs> just to be clear. This is more of a yes. therapy dog. Okay, okay, yes. so this is not a service dog. This is a, right, but that's this how is a therapy it. dog. Okay, exactly. all right. So, that's what I was trying to explain to him. Yeah, no, this would be a therapy dog. So for those of you listening, not all service dogs are like this, I promise. Um, exactly. In my, in my history, yeah, in my history, yeah, I, I've usually they go through extensive training and even at the beginning to see if they'll even qualify Exactly. Um, to be a service dog. Um, so exactly. <laughs> um, a therapy dog is very different and certainly one adopted from the shelter because, remember, there are so many different backgrounds that those critters come from. So they're not always in balance and tune and in check. And, you know, it's, it's very funny. I, I kind of joke. This is, this is sort of the universal chuckle here. Um, if you've ever heard of Caesar Milan, they call him the dog whisperer. He's absolutely phenomenal. Um, with dogs, with other animals. I mean, he's just, he's amazing all around for critters. But one of the things he says is he says you get the dog you need. Exactly. So what so. is it about that pup that, um, you know, your friend is um, tuning into or working with or choosing not to work with? And it doesn't necessarily mean that the partnership should remain, but there's certainly things to come in alignment and, and look at from an authentic place. Exactly, because I was trying to explain to him that, you know, he's, try, he's trying to pass off the dog as a service dog. And I'm like, no, he's not a mm. service dog. Service dogs, like you said, they're very militant. They're very well-trained, highly trained, in fact. And he mm-hmm. keeps on telling people that's his service dog. But, it's, you know, it's that's the way he processes it, like, okay, this dog is for me and this dog is going to help me reduce, you know, his, you know, his anxiety levels or depression levels yeah. about having yeah. heart failure. It, and, it, you know, I'll, I'll kind of speak up. For, for those of us that have, um, you know, that work with animals, uh, pups on a daily basis and, and also to coming from the shelter, um, it's really become mainstream for us to be able to go pick up one of those ADA certificates um, which is like the American Disabilities Act certificate that you just hand to somebody if they um, disagree with your, your pup in their place. Um, and so it, it's, we're, 
I think it's great that people want to connect back to the animal realm. Yes. Uh, and I have to I have to wrap up this comment here pretty quick here. Sure. We're coming up to the top of the show, but um, it's it's very important if you are looking for a pet, somebody to uh, support you in whatever um, issue that you're going through, whether it's it's an animal to help you figure out if you're going to have, you know, um, some type of physical thing like, um, you know, a heart attack. You know, people that have heart problems, well, actually have dogs pay attention to their heart rhythm and let them know when they're going to have these responses. Um, there's also the therapy dogs that just, you know, you hang out. It's emotional support. It's an emotional support animal. And so really we're learning there's a lot of gray area around these guidelines because, you know, we never really saw that before COVID. And now it's just sort of out there. You know, after the pandemic, it's just like there were so many animals that people connected to um, because they needed someone, which is wonderful. It, it really, on a universal level, helped us open back up to the animal kingdom which we really needed to do. It connects us back to nature and who we authentically are. We are, we are nature ourselves. So um, that's beautiful. But your friend really needs to identify um, what's important in this world. And if that partnership isn't going to work, or maybe he needs to do something to denote how to get that partnership to come into alignment. Um, if I can be any help, please let me know. Um, you can no, you already have. I hear Thank you for and your welcome and knowledge. And how to do that. Yeah, you, you bet. And it's just one of those things where um, we're all being asked to sort of step up and look from a very um, sort of adult perspective. We're having to adult a little bit as we really step into this next stage of awareness, which is it's just going to be um, it's going to be a beautiful place to be. But we have a few little steps to step up first and they're not always comfortable. And some of them can be very big and maybe even a little bumpy. So um Thank you so much, Deborah, for calling in, and um, I'll tell you how to get a hold of me here soon if, if my Reiki resonates to you or um, even if you have other questions about how to connect to or, or work with it. So um, thank you again for calling in. Keep us posted on your friend. Oh my gosh, good luck. I'm sending you a big hug and your friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. All okay. the best in 2024. Oh, thank you. You too. You too. Okay. So everybody, we are beginning to wrap it up. I have time for a um, a few minutes of a beautiful light language activation for those of you new to light language. It is spoken, written, sign, or sung. For the purposes of this beautiful show, uh, it, you will only hear it audibly. But if you were to look at me in person, uh, sometimes I'll have a pen in my hand, and other times, you know, you'll see my hands moving, uh, creating symbols in the air, which um, is very complimentary to the Reiki as well. So uh, sit back. And just know that you're receiving what you need for you. Ye wa ni kito rahea. Sata kanatatahima nu usata henak ti ichakataka isa e orhuna tatahina man tena ia. Te tukara dora takunu somatu atekina tatae choko satahe rotukuno tataima. Sheta kwa tehe u manata iso a tahana kitata ia. Okay, my friends. 
basically uh, some of the messages I saw through that um, was the new establishment of your own energy in an empowered state to help you be able to identify uh, your polarities so that you can find peace. Um, I hope you gain some comfort, clarity, or guidance with that. And as always, it has been such a gift to connect with you. Uh, For those of you in this um, Idaho area, uh, don't forget, February 5th starts a beautiful Intuitive Development Level 1 class. And I'm so excited to be doing this in Dr. Jim's EE room. It's that beautiful scalar energy, so you're sitting in the good mojo, uh, connecting to your own new amazing vibes. So um, such an awesome, awesome class is coming up. So that starts February 5th. It's for six weeks, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m., And if you'd like more information on that, you can go to my website, brendadavismats.com. Click on the events, and you'll find it from there. And likewise, if you have other questions about that, uh, feel free to connect with me there uh, or my email, info at brendadavismats.com, and you can also connect to it there as well. Um, If you are interested uh, in connecting with me privately, as always, I offer uh, the special coupon code at checkout, NFTS for $50 off the 30-minute session, which is regularly $125, so it brings it down to $75, and every little bit helps. And so if you are new to my work or want to just sort of uh, wade in gently, um, that's a beautiful way to do it. And then also, too, uh, if you are interested in just asking a question, you can do a one-question session, receive $5 off that $25 fee, brings it down to $20, and that coupon code is QUESTION. So look forward to you uh, connecting and uh, if I can answer any questions and also shares. I love to hear how you all are doing, you know, from the information past. Uh, you can listen to past shows. So you can go to uh, my happy face on newsforthesoul.com, click on that, go to my page and connect, connect to archives there. Or if you're already on my website, uh, on that home page there, you'll see uh, archives replays. And you can just click on that link. It'll take you to that same page. So you can always do that. And you'll always catch me here uh, the second and fourth Thursdays of the month um, at noon uh, mountain time, or 11 p.m. Or, I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Pacific. So uh, thank you so much for connecting. It has been such a gift and an honor to be with you on this journey. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Much love and bye for now. for the soul begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com.